This is a SABC Disability 360 feature on 5FM. Brought to you by the SABC Foundation. Joining us on the weekend playdate today, I have the project leader of information and awareness for the South African Federation for Mental Health, Nicole Breen. Uh, Nick, thanks so much for joining us today. This on the back of news that we got on the 29th of May, that Parliament was briefed on possible reforms which will allow mental health patients to vote in elections. Who was it that actually brought this motion forward to, to Parliament? The um, Independent Electoral Commission that discussed the issue with Parliament um, what they were actually talking about is they were talking about when the elections were going to be held. And this led to a discussion on um, what changes they're going to make to um, a piece of legislation called the Electoral Act. Mm-hmm. When you want to change a law, um, before it becomes an act, it's called a bill. Okay. And then the bill is discussed and debated, etc. And then um, if it's accepted, it gets um, signed into law. Fantastic. So with this being proposed, uh, what, what exactly are the classifications when we talk about mental health patients? What sort of, what sort of falls within that, that category? Well, this is a question we have as well, because that terminology is extremely broad. Um, If you look at what the present Electoral Act says, it talks about people of unsound mind and mentally disorderly and those held under the Mental Health Care Act. Now, the terminology unsound mind and mentally disorderly is extremely archaic. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, we're not even 100% confident we know what it's supposed to be talking about. they are talking about people that have been involuntarily committed to a psychiatric hospital. Mm. So is this somebody who has a past of mental mental disorder who could possibly now be cured because they are seeing a, a specialist, they're on medication and they're managing it? Um, so like once you're classified, that is it, you are no longer allowed to vote. Uh, and who decides that well, you can and you can't? Well, this is a very difficult question. You see, mental health issues are not something that are readily visible, you know, yes. when you look at a person. Yes. And, um, you know, to our minds, you know, you can't exclude anybody, yeah. even people whose mental illness um, might still be debilitating to them, people who might have what is called a psychosocial disability mm. or indeed an intellectual disability. What we would say is that, um, you know, everybody has the right to vote under the Constitution and we don't believe that it's justifiable that the Electoral Act limits that right by excluding these people, mm. no matter what their status. That's, you know, that, that's a big part of it. And I think um, one, of the, one of the critical aspects that we need to look at when, you, when you're deciding on this, even if you're not voting in, in, in any way on the bill, but just to remember that every single person, every human being has the right to dignity equality and freedom of expression Mm. so just because somebody is labeled as disabled in some way shape or form does not mean that you have the right to to take away certain certain rights and freedoms away from them and just last week we were talking about uh, sexuality and disability that how there's a stigma around people with disabilities that they're not allowed to be sexual beings just based on the fact that they have a disability. Yeah. Now, just because you have a disability does not mean that you are not able to, 
to vote and to to think about the future of the nation and how you would like to see it moving. There are, I think there are certain instances where somebody isn't of sound mind, and I, I know this is probably not the right terminology, but where they are not aware of their surroundings, they are not aware of, of things that are happening within government, um, or maybe even who they are. And now to say, okay, here, here's a pen, vote, that might not be the right, that might not be the right avenue for them, but that doesn't disqualify everyone else who falls within this vastly broad category? You know, um, I think that's also an interesting observation. We're of the belief that, you know, if people have this um, kind of diminished capacity, they probably won't go out and exactly. vote. Exactly, yeah. I don't think that the concern should be on, you know, tarnishing the outcome of the election and so on, because most people do have an opinion and they have the right to have that opinion taken into consideration. Absolutely true. So how do we or when do we find out if the bill goes forward to to vote? Well, they're discussing the amendments now at the same time as they're discussing, you know, when the elections are and so on, which suggests that they're planning on moving as speedily as possible. Ultimately, the lawmaking process is generally quite slow moving so and a little bit unpredictable. So mm. we're not 100% sure when the amendment will be made or if it will be made and, and so on, because the bill still needs to be debated properly. So, um, yeah, it's definitely an interesting time and very interesting issues being unpacked. If somebody wants to sort of keep tabs of this and they're not finding it in mainstream media, will your website be be keeping people updated? We fully intend to lobby surrounding the situation to continue doing work on it. I would also recommend that if you are interested in the goings on in Parliament that you follow what's happening on a website called PMG. Um, That's the Parliamentary Monitoring Group um, where you can read the briefings that are made to the different portfolio committees. It is a little bit complicated and I'm not sure that all of your listeners would really be interested in um, wading through something, you know, that immense. But um, like I said, we will keep posting updates as and when things do develop. Fantastic. Nicole, thank you so much for for having a chat with us and bringing this to our attention. I think a lot of people who are wanting to vote, who maybe feel that they have been stopped in the past or or didn't fall within certain categories, are now feeling quite optimistic to be a part of of the nation who is voting for the future of of the country. I think it's something that makes you you proudly South African and proudly Mm. a member of any nation. And I think we are quite a progressive country in in many aspects. If you just have a look at the fact that we we allow um, say same sex marriages and and lots of different laws and regulations that other nations are only looking at now, this to me is a no brainer. And it's I, I definitely think it's going to get passed. Um, but fingers crossed, uh, we can also not count our chickens before they hatch. So we'll we'll keep an eye out for that. Hopefully, we'll be able to chat when it does get passed. Can we can we keep that sort of penciled in? Absolutely. Fantastic. That's Nicole Breen, the Project Leader of Information and Awareness at the SA Federation for Mental Health. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Have a great afternoon. This SABC Disability 360 feature was brought to you by the SABC Foundation. For more disability content, visit SABC Disability 360 on Facebook or follow at SABC Disability on Twitter.